Good morrow, Miss Eyre. Good morrow. Hello. Good morrow, Mrs. Lee. How are you? I'm all right, actually. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I like this episode of our podcast because it's the first time where we have not one guest, but two guests. Two we have a double act for you this yes, week. It was, and what a very witty second guest we had. Well, they were both brilliant. Actually. And also incredibly cute. I mean, oh, so cute. So cute. What's that cheek? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that was just Athena Kablenu. We also had her baby, uh, <laughs> who sat on her lap for most of the podcast and was really delicious. So there, delicious. Is, there is some gurgling on this episode, which is mostly Louise chatting to the yes. baby. Yes, um, the baby did have some contributions to make, and we imagine that they were very witty. But yes. we don't speak baby anymore, so we're not sure. Yeah. Uh, but it was quite cute. You will hear the baby. He's adorable. Uh, you yeah. will also hear Athena, who I really enjoyed. Do you know what? I love it when we have really interesting chats on the podcast. Yes. You love it when yeah. it goes serious, don't you? Do you like it? I like it. I like a bit of light and shade. What can I say? You yeah. know, we do discuss the freshness of Cleopatra's ass milk. Um, <laughs> you know. Oh, that, that Cleopatra and her ass. But we also <laughs> have some really interesting chats about the sort of modern politics and identity and stuff like that which I think is quite it's really nice it was really informative and it's always useful and fun to get other people's points of view on that stuff and it's it's very good when two white middle class liberal lefties actually do some listening it's very good for us yeah I'm not sure we're gifted in that department either no yeah. <laughs> i mean mostly we're just silly and we talk about unwanking and things but athena yeah. athena was is so wise and yeah. fascinating and intellectual and, and a yeah. really impressive woman really impressive woman yes. not least because she was talking to us whilst also you know feeding blueberries to her baby and i could barely string a sentence together about cheese when my baby was that age so, you know <laughs> Uh, I also was very impressed that it was blueberries. I'd have been, I'd have been there with the chocolate bars by the time. Full on. I mean, it would that. have been those those things that pretend they're not Watsits because you can put their nine pounds in packet. Yeah, lovely oh, woman, no. lovely baby, fabulous yeah. wisdom, gorgeous conversation. I really enjoyed we, it. Yeah, me too. I hope you do too. I'm Pauline Eyre. And I'm Louise Lee. This is Airly Doors and we are... Opening doors to other dimensions. Here's how it goes. We feed information about our guest into our space-time generator, the Dimension Matrix, or Dominatrix for short, and she creates a whole bunch of portals or doors into other dimensions. And then we let our guest peer through the doors into alternative realities. Will they be living out their wildest dreams? trapped in their childhood nightmares. Or some weird bastard mixture of the two. But Louise, who is our lucky guest today? You'll know her from the radio, the telly, the podcast, the end credits. You've seen and heard her on Mock the Week, Loose Ends, The Guilty Feminist and The Dog Ate My Homework. She writes for Frankie Boyle, Russell Howard and Horrible Histories. What a CV. It's comedian, writer, presenter, all-round comedy queen, Athena Kablenu. So for the listener, we have a fourth a fourth party, uh, which is there is a baby. There's a baby, born. yeah. yeah. Um, he's eating strawberries now and actually keeping quiet for the next 30 seconds. 
Um, <laughs> I can't guarantee any kind of um, any kind of silence or appropriate recording environment. So we'll have to see how we no, get on. That's fine. We'll just we just we just set up right at the beginning. There is a baby, yes. and if that that explains any weird noises, which means yeah, I can make to, as many weird noises. I was going to say, to be honest, we we normally have to get our editor Lambert Butler to cut out a lot of Louise farting anyway. So <laughs> the odd happy gurgle from a baby is just <laughs> fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> But it's so lovely to have you here, and and mm. I mean, I I've, I've known you for a, quite a long time because we've gigged together. But since I've last gigged with you, things have really taken off a lot for you. I think, I'm thinking that I wonder if the last gig we did was the last gig before like the first lockdown. I'm wondering. Might have been. Might have um, been. I think uh, North Finchley. Uh, yeah. But it feels like it would have been one of the close ones to to yes. before everything stopped. But now we're back to it again. So. Yes, Good. and my gig in North Finchley is coming back, so I hope oh, that you'll come back to it. Yeah, too. that's great. That's, great. <laughs> oh, that's <yeah>. right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, they had a special atmosphere, those gigs, didn't they? Just when you knew stuff was about, you know, that it was like the last days of Rome or something, wasn't it? The last well, it was like, gigs. oh, my God, we're all going to die. Why are we all in a room close to each other? Yes. <laughs> this doesn't feel right at all. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it's pandemic on, and I'm here telling jokes to 200, to 200 people in a basement. This doesn't yeah. seem... It was uh, really odd. I remember yeah, yeah. going up and and because there was one woman who was very nervous about being there, and I thought she was being a bit over the top. <laughs> Not anymore. And I was going around and clicking elbows with with members of the audience as I ran onto the stage and remembering not to click elbows with her because she was going to freak out yeah um, she sat at the front all night and had a lovely time so um yes she's probably fine now I hope so <laughs> fingers crossed eh? <laughs> yes so, so Athena lots of the things that come out of the dominatrix are made from the ingredients that come from your own life um, but before we set off the machine, we've got one more person we need to put in. We asked you to tell us about someone you'd love to meet, and you answered Yar Asantewa. Now, obviously, like most people, I knew immediately who that was, but Louise isn't very bright. So could you tell us more about who that was, please? So she's a Ghanaian woman and a freedom fighter. Um, she was a queen, and she just did loads of really cool things, and she led a rebellion, basically. And I like people who lead rebellions because... You know, like, I've got a complaint to Tesco's right now and I can't be bothered, but this woman... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Asante Wa would definitely have complained to Tesco's. Yeah, but she, she led a rebellion and, and was successful and she... Well, she wasn't a queen, she was a queen mother, but, yeah, she just, like, she gave it to the British and that was, a, I guess, good enough for me. It'd be nice to meet her, yeah. really. Fantastic. And when was this, when, sort of, years-wise, roughly... Oh, we talk. Oh, you're really testing me now. We're talking about uh, 19, early 1900s, are we? Yeah, I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah, probably. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah because I hadn't heard about yeah. it before because I'm too no. busy being from the from the colonizer side. So, <laughs> thank oh, you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you yeah. want to uh, you want to get involved? But basically, she led a rebellion against the British, uh, yeah. quite famously, um, and she had loads of husbands, um, and, it, oh, and that's great. Yeah, she sounds the best. And yeah. also, I'd love her name. I hope I pronounced it correctly, yeah. but Yara Santiwa. Yeah, yeah. and you know, Yara's quite common. Yeah, Yara's quite a common uh, Ghanaian name. Um, but yeah. I, I, I like the idea of, of of meeting like African royalty, um, particularly yeah. Ghanaian royalty, um, and Ghanaian royalty that was successful in you know, just <laughs> doing stuff. That's right. <laughs> <We> <laughs> yeah. Spot on. That's uh, you know, <laughs> and so passing well. on the message to future generations as we are right exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. Are you listening, boy? I oh, know, he's just throwing blueberries on the floor. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, the days when our children ate strawberries and blueberries. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mine might eat strawberry flavored crisps. Clisps. They're a thing. Crisps. Now, okay. So, shall we pop Yas Antoa in the dominatrix, dominatrix. and set yeah. it off? Go on, yeah. Isn't that a salad spinner? No, no, it's not. It could, it could be, possibly. Now, before we look through the first door, just to explain the game, the good news is that we're going to use the power of the dominatrix to allow you to walk through one of the doors and live the life you see on the other side. The bad news is you have to make the decision before you know what all the options are. So if you see something you like, it's choose it or lose it. All right. You, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Do it. you I... consent? Yeah, yeah. Yes. She's all is it? Uh, it's just like real life, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Excellent. let's see what's coming up. Number one. Door number one. Okay. So through this door, Athena, we're taking you back to the year forty-eight BC. You are Cleopatra. You've arrived at Julius Caesar's palace in your finest eyeliner rolled up in your favourite carpet. You're going to seduce the emperor and sort out the politics and all the warring and that. Does that sound like fun? Um, is this the point where I say choose it or lose it? No, well, not, this yet. Is, this, no, no not, not yet. yet. It, sounds like, it, sounds like, it sounds like fun. Yeah, if that's the question, that sounds like loads of fun. My kind of fun, actually. That's my idea of a wild night out. So, so far, this is looking like a good scenario. Yes, yes. I love that we've basically, so far, we've, how long have we been here? What, 10 minutes? And we've already talked about two incredible queens. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be doing some warring. We're going to be sorting some shit out. Um, We're going to, oh, I've just sworn in front of your baby. Um, (laughs) Much, much worse. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, my, my, my eldest's first word was bugger. I was oh, like, gotta stop swearing in front of the baby. She just went, Baga. Mm. I was like, oops. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Uh, there's a certain strength and possibly rage uh, in yes, <laughs> so far. In- justified rage. Justified rage. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So uh, you'd be quite up for being Cleopatra. Mm. Ever had a bath in, a, in some ass's milk, anything like that? Have you tried no, anything? I don't- I don't really like milk, actually. Um, that would be mm. the one thing that I wouldn't do had I been born as Cleopatra. I'd just use plain old water because I don't like the yeah. taste of milk and you would inevitably inhale or taste the milk that you're bathing in. Also, it was a hot country. So, you know, within a short amount of time, that would be a cheese smell, wouldn't it? That would be yogurt. Yeah, that would be a mullet. Oh, it would be like when you're yeah. breastfeeding and you fill your bra accidentally with with cheese. Ever done when you get... A line yeah. of cheese under your yeah. bosom. I've never leaked. So that's the one thing I never had. Oh, 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 lucky woman! <laughs> lucky you. I had a no. I had a job interview and and was wearing <laughs> a, a nursing bra and breast pads and then a blouse and then a blazer and it was coming through the blazer and it was like wow. I am going to oh, feed wow. this room in a minute because I was I think because I was nervous for the interview. It was like oh. I'm I'm going to feed the room if I don't get out of this interview. <laughs> Oh my god, that's terrible. Okay, so anyway, we're anyway. not we're not there. We're not there. We're in we're in a carpet rolled up, being presented to Caesar, and uh, you walk. Once you come out of the carpet, you look up at Caesar, but it's not Julius Caesar. It is, in fact, let's see. Oh, 
Serena Williams. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Julius Caesar is, in fact, Serena Williams. Serena Williams. So you're in a universe (laughs) where Serena Williams is the leader of the Roman Empire. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, it's not a big leap, is it? Of course she would be. I mean, it's it's a better universe, surely. Yeah. Um, So, but just to be clear, am I Cleopatra? You're so you're Cleopatra and Serena yeah, is Julius Caesar. And Serena Williams is Julius, Julius Caesar. So do we have some like really epic affair or is that, are we leading parallel lives with the real life or completely different lives? No, this, I think, I think you get to decide. I think if, if this Julius Caesar decide. turns this Cleopatra on, then it's up to this Cleopatra um, whether she wants to seduce them or not. Well, I think, you know, I think. It's I think, the Mark Antony aspect, isn't it? Like, well, who's Mark Antony? Yeah. Who knows? Who, Venus? Who knows? Naomi Osaka? I mean, yeah, what I think we would do is we would form an alliance, you know, yeah. rather, than we, right. like, rather than rather than mess things up with emotions. We'd be like, hold on a minute, you run Egypt. I run, no, I run Egypt. You run the Roman Empire. Let's kind of merge and become a massive well, empire. I, I, think, I think that was sort of, if my recollection is correct, the reason that... Cleopatra had herself rolled into a rug to be presented to Caesar was to try and create some kind of an alliance. She was yeah. sorting out her brother's mess, wasn't she? Wasn't it her brother was was I can't remember. Was, wasn't it that Ptolemy was was having a go at Caesar and so she went to try and uh, sort so, things out. Yeah, and he made it all about sex as the way that, you know, men so often do. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, so I mean, absolutely, we're strictly business. You know, we're strictly business. We're like, we're not going to mess about. And and she's married, and I'm taken. So we, you know, like, we ain't got time. But we, it was strictly business. I get the feeling, Athena, that you're fairly taken with this universe. Are you ready to commit up front? Is this the bit where I say choose or lose? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to actually say lose. <gasps> oh, you think there's something better coming around the corner? Yeah, I- I do. I'm not really an empire builder, you know. Like I, I'm all talk. I'm, I just want to stay in my yard and, you know, eat corn. I don't really want to go out and conquer lands and rule people. So, in principle, it sounds great, but in practice, I'm really quite lazy. And Serena is just gonna, because she's always doing stuff. I'd get fed up with it eventually. I'll be like, I can't she is gonna run with it, isn't she? I don't think you're gonna get much of a look in. She's used to being an individual player. So I don't, I don't think I'd like to be with such a go-getter um, yeah. on a professional basis. I want to be friends with Serena. I don't want to be colleagues. I want yeah. us to hang out. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, let's lose this one. Okay. Let's uh, <laughs> shut the door on that universe and see what else we've got in store for you. Okay. Brilliant. One down, five to go. Door number two. Oh, actually, I'm struggling to open this door. It, it appears to be like stuck. Damn it! And, and this plastering plastering's a bit dodgy too. What's going on? Sorry, Athena. We've had some builders in it. Looks like they've done a shit job. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> it's happened to me loads of times. Um, but let's talk about. Yeah, I just have a real issue getting good tradesmen in. I think I don't know why. I think it's because I can very. I can never get recommendations for starters. People recommend people that live in my area or people who are busy. I think what they do is they come around and they just see like a woman on their own responsible for property and they think, oh, let's, um, 
let's just make as much money as possible out of this person. And I'm not necessarily like someone that's ignorant about these things. I know a little bit about um, DIY and you know renovations and stuff. Um, but I, when I when I I used to live in this flat that I got someone in. When I bought it, it was a real hellhole. That's the only way I could afford it. And um, I got someone to do it up, and he just did everything wrong. Um, he he wired hot water to the toilet. So the toilet only flushes <laughs> hot water. Oh wow! Which I think is, and I thought, okay, fine, I'll live with that. But toilets aren't supposed to have hot water flowing through, so all the parts started to melt and slowly. And so over two years of living there, the toilet was leaking into the flat downstairs, and then one day the ceiling collapsed. Um, <gasps> that was interesting. All the all the plumbing is backwards, so the left hand taps are where the right hand tap should be, and the right hand taps oh. where the left hand tap oh. should be. The doors are backwards. Um, it's just a cacophony of, of crap. They didn't put. They didn't screw the sink in. The sink was just sort of floating in the worktop. Um, they put yeah. the Is his name in. Jason? No. Okay. So when he finished the work, I owed him like a grand. So he didn't even. He wasn't cheap, but he wasn't super expensive. He was about the going rate. I owed him a grand, and what, he sent me pictures of, of the property when it finished. At this point, I didn't realize he messed it up so bad, but the property was a mess. And I was like, I'm not paying you this one thousand pound until you come and clean up my flat. You cannot leave it like this. Um, and he disappeared off the face of his earth. So I saved the grand off the work, but he just disappeared. And phone off. Uh, I had to change the locks because he left with my key. Um, oh, and to, to this day, I don't know. It's so all I could do was go onto Google and give him bad reviews and stuff. But oh. to this day, I don't know where this guy is, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, and I had to just cut my losses. And, and I've, I've had that flat for a long time now. And there's always something I've got to address. Mm. Um, yeah. To do with their That's really bad handling really work. It's just cowboys. It's cowboys. It's very difficult yeah. to, uh, to do. Yeah. And was got, this is this recent? No, this, so I met him, this is 2016, this is 2016. So we can't blame Brexit for this, because no, there is sort of a theory that all the decent builders went home to Poland or whatever, because, you know, oh, and they left, left us with all the, all the crappy British builders who don't care. <laughs> is that bad? Yeah. It was that bad. It was just really weird, because it was all so legit. We had, co- we had contracts. Um, oh, my God. We consulted each other constantly about, you know, materials and parts. Like, it was the most mm. legitimate. Thing. He didn't seem like a cowboy, you know. Yes. Oh, and he, um, he put a plug in my bathroom. He sent this oh. electrician down to do some work. And I came to look oh, at it, and I was like, why is there a plug socket in my bathroom? And he was like, it's because for the heater. And I was like, yeah, you, you can't have plug sockets in the bathroom. Oh, my God. Um, for, when you put the, for when you throw the heater in the bath. Yeah, yeah. Really, so... It's good you can have toast. Yeah, to get someone to fix that. So the whole thing was a nightmare. So he really didn't know what he was doing. I think it was more that he didn't care. I think he hired his subcontracted people who didn't know. So the plumber didn't know what they were doing. The electrician didn't know what they were doing. Um, And the plastering was good, though. He he got rid of the damp and the plastering was good. And he installed the radiators correctly. That's about it. That's about it. Wow. Right. Well, behind door number two is the owner of the building company. So it's not this guy, it's this guy's boss who owns a big company. And this owner has come to offer you a large check as compensation for the inconvenience. But they want to hand the check over to you over a fancy dinner somewhere really lovely to no. say sorry. No. So it's it's not this guy. <laughs> it might be somebody really fantastic because this is this is the person who owns the whole the whole company so it's not the guy you met it's one above and wants to say sorry and the builder boss 
is ah, oh, it's J.K. Rowling. <laughs> what? Absolutely. I mean, that. that... <laughs> <laughs> It's gender critical J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah. So the crazy thing about this is like I don't. I've never read a Harry Potter book ever, and I've I've seen one movie. I went to the cinema with a friend years ago to watch one of the movies. So I'm not even that into her anyway. So I'm not one of those people that is like, oh, how disappointing she's my hero. But I am. Um, yeah. I mean, she owns the business that we were in my flat, and she's um, what they call themselves. No, but they've got their own name for themselves. Gender critical. Yeah. Um, So no, and that just could, you know, just be very boring dinner. Why can't she? Why does she not have dinner with me? Why can't she just give me the check? This makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. The check. Why? And and she may not have broken your heart, but but my children did grow up with Harry Potter and absolutely loved Harry Potter, and it has broken my trans child's heart. So thank you. I am with you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's, because it is it's absolutely heartbreaking this this child grew up obsessed with this reality um absolutely obsessed with it and it has it has done a lot of damage it has really really broken the heart of my child what, what i would say is that there are a lot of artists that create art that have really problematic views like Roald Dahl was anti-semitic you know Roald Dahl was one of the best yeah. children books ever made like hideously anti-jewish um there's a lot of, so i think that I, and i don't know like i'm not read the book so i don't know if now revisiting the books we can see her yes, in it. we can we can yeah. there's a brilliant oh. essay about it yeah so um that's the rule that, that's where the problem but if it doesn't my view is if it doesn't i think you can separate the person from the art and i think we, like, we have to otherwise where's the joy in life so, i mean I, you know it's like mm. <laughs> if you if somebody creates something and you love it and that person becomes an asshole like i think it's okay to love that thing but still hate the person you know yeah I yeah so, I, I honestly do because I think there are, even though art is subjective, there are fundamentally great things. Michael Jackson made fundamentally great music. You know, mm. yeah. <laughs> so, but there's no denying that some, you know, he made. So there's no. I, I honestly think that I think it's a grey area. I don't think you can outright reject the art someone made. It's like if someone builds your house and it turns out they're um, they're racist. You're gonna burn your house down. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're going to move yeah. house. You know, that guy. Really yeah. um, you, you'll check your house for like bombs and stuff, but you're probably yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. not, not booby traps. Um, so yeah. That's what I would say. But like I said, I've not, I've not read her books. So I don't know how much an agenda is in those books. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more sadly than than was obvious. Well, I think when you see it, when you see it with the benefit of hindsight, perhaps. But at the time, yeah. they were wonderful. I, I love yeah. them with my children. So, am I assuming that this one is is a very easy no? No. Yeah. Well, well, where is dinner? Let me let me. <laughs> well, okay. Wherever okay, you where want. Would, where would it have to be to make it really a slightly more difficult decision? I think is the question. Oh, see, that's the question. Like, is it one of those things where you know, like in Friends, when Monica goes out on a date and it turns out to be in Italy, like, hey, this, you yeah, right. pizza. And he goes to Rome. Is it one of them ones? Yeah, so we go out for a curry. If it was like we go out for a curry and we end up in Delhi, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, let's let's say it is. How does that, you know, JK you... Rowling can take you wherever There's you want to go. There's a massive check. There's a massive check and there is, you know, dinner. She's taking your... you out for fried plantain in the Caribbean. 
Oh, you know, you know something. You know why that doesn't appeal to me? Because I've got uh-huh. I've got something in my cupboard. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just I read a thing where you said if that fried plantain would be your dream to get paid to eat it. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. But like like I said, it's in my house. I wouldn't want to fly. Yeah, yeah you don't. You don't need. Yeah. Thanks, J.K. Rowling. I can't be asked yeah. to get on that plane. To be honest, I mean, so so Sorry. The, two, the, the, the positives are that you're getting a massive check to compensate for the building and and you're getting a great meal that could and be anywhere in the world. About how her views are really odd and, and also boring. That's the, that's the one thing that annoys me about the whole um, gender-critical argument, like the time that is being spent debating something that is really of no consequence to cishet people whatsoever. Like it really yeah. isn't. Um, yeah. That's the issue. I think there's maybe an argument. Um, there's, I can just about see an argument for people saying just use the word woman rather than an alternative. I find that a bit frustrating. I think people are trying very hard to be inclusive, um, and I don't. I've never heard a trans person say they don't like the word woman ever. I've just never heard it. So whilst mm. I understand inclusive language, like I'm a personally supportive of it, I I feel like it, the people who it's included, the people who it's included, need to be the people who ask for it. Does that make sense? So trans mm-hmm. women start to say, actually, we don't want that word. We want a different word and whatever. Fair enough. But I've never heard that. So when people start to find alternatives to that word, I think a bit, you're trying a bit hard. But that's the only, literally the only thing. And yeah. even that warrant anger. It just warrants a bit, chill out, guys. That's, so that's really interesting because yeah. that's challenging for me because I, I work as an antenatal teacher and you don't wait until you're in the situation before you change your language. So I didn't that's wait true, yeah. until I had a same-sex couple before I started using the word partners instead of men. Um, yeah. and, and in the same way as, you know, one day I'll have a trans man, a man in who is pregnant in my course and I don't want to wait to, till that day to fall over the language. So we started now already. Yeah. So you start now by just using inclusive language because, of course, sometimes you won't know um, what gender people identify with in your Mm. groups and stuff. But it's really interesting. Yeah, it's a really interesting one because as an antenatal teacher, we've used women so powerfully for such a long time. And now it's 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 but it's become really comfortable very quickly to say birthing people or women and birthing people actually is fine. Yeah, Um, I think people... I think people uh, hate change and they, they've yes. attached significance to something that isn't very significant. Um, yeah. And they just, I think people will have to stop connecting um, birth with women because not all women give birth anyway. Like some people don't want yeah. to. Or, or this idea right. that there's an inherent link between womanhood and, and children is bizarre because lots of women can't, you know, and, and all these things. Mm. So, um, oh, sorry, that, that was my phone. Um, but yeah, that, if if I'm going to concede slightly something to these people, to, in, in, <laughs> by way of trying to be empathetic to them, yes, that that's what that's what I would say. Kind of maybe sometimes you just want, you don't want to see the sh- um, an alternative to a word if, unless you've heard the press you pass for it or whatever. But you're right, being creative I, is important. I, I think agree. there's an inst- there's an instinctive response that is, oh, why can't you just say the thing that I am? But then yeah. as soon as you have it kind of explained to you, you kind of go, oh, yeah, actually. And now having had that instinctive slight kind of uh, discomfort with with um, using words that are an alternative to woman, I kind of go, well, actually, it's it's it, that it, I am included in the people who have 
wombs, but I'm yeah. not included in yes. people who have periods. Mm. And I am included in that. And actually, mm. you know, mm. it's, yeah, yeah, it is more yeah. inclusive. And I am included in that. And almost. You know like, what? I'm, I'm going to say no to Dina. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. slam the door. Let's yeah. slam her. Let's <laughs> like, move on. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, do I want to be discussing this over dinner? Nah. 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 Okay. <laughs> nah. Great. Okay. So let's see what you're next. But how are you feeling about Cleopatra and, and Serena now? No, Still- I'm, so, I'm okay. I'm okay to move on from that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Still- door number three. So behind door number three, it says here that you are proper into sport and fitness. Is that right? Oh, I might be. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sit on I the bed. I mean, I. I Oh uh, yes, yes, I do like all that stuff. Cool. I thought part of me wants to go, why? But no, I do. So, do you? Are you? Are you a? Are you a, a participator, a participant, or are you someone who just likes to watch sport? Or what's your? And what's these, your favourite sport? These days, these days, I just I watch more, but I do. Um, I do uh, try and go out for like a run, and I got a bike now. Uh, I used to ride a lot, but when I used to play, I used to play a lot of tennis, uh, which I know Paulie is very into. Um, oh, are you two going to bore around about tennis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I think always we are. <laughs> we did. We did this. We did this podcast with Stuart Goldsmith and Louise and Stu went off on a big one on Dungeons and Dragons. So I think I'm entitled to my tennis moment with someone else. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let's move on this one out. Yeah. So when I used to play a lot of, I used to probably play, play tennis the most. Uh, I used to, and after that, well, actually, I used to, running was what I used to do loads of. Um, but I used to run it in terms of playing sport, tennis. Yeah. Cool. We should play sometime. Were you like a distance runner? What was your What was your running? What were you in? So sort of distance. So I used to do, the most I've done is half marathons. I've done a ton of half marathons in my day. Um, it's enough, half Athena. <laughs> half a marathon is enough. I'd love to do a marathon, though. I've never, had, I've never found that the, the training time, you know. I've never yeah. been able to still up to train for this. Um, and I should have done it if I had kids. I should have got kids. I had the kids, but I still will hopefully one day pick it up again and start. Um, oh, loads of people I know didn't even start till after they had the kids. Well, you know? running running is one of the few things you get better at with age. So it's it's mm-hmm. one of the most perfect things to start um, as a as an older person. I was out there wanting to start running. Uh, well, you know, I did do couch to five k during the lockdown. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So, how, how, how did it go? Did you enjoy it? Actually, I really, really despise running, but yeah. I really thought that program was fantastic. It's great, yeah. It just, uh, yeah, it was really good, and I was by the end I was running for thirty minutes, and I, I really enjoyed it. Fortunately, I now have a tennis ball to run on. See, I can run all day after a tennis ball, but I just find running in itself really inherently boring. Podcasts save yeah. the day. Um, yeah. So, if uh, any listener is on a podcast is on a run while they're listening to this. Keep going. Oh, you're doing awfully well. You're doing yes, awfully we're on door well. three. <laughs> what I love is so the Couch to 5K has been around for years, actually. Um, as yeah. Another program. But what I love about it is it really demystifies the distance. Because when you hear five kilometres, you think, yes. five kilometres, oh my gosh. And then when you do it, so if you generally run for about half an hour, and if you're of good, I don't want to be yes. able to that, it's if you're of good health um, and, and whatever, you can, you'll probably cover about 5K. Oh. And, that's, yes. and it just shows you, how brilliant running is for getting from A to B, you know, like yes. a fair yeah. bit of ground, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to come to terms with with running 
uh, which with quotation marks in my own head badly because I've only ever sprinted after a tennis ball or run for a bus or whatever. I've never, you know, so this idea of jogging and going and deliberately not making my, because I teach aerobics as well. And so I do everything very big. And so the idea of sort of running and, and, and so exercising whilst trying to preserve your energy, I found really strange. It's a different, a really different approach to exercise. It's not a big adrenaline thrill. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So I've it's pacing is part of is part of the school running. Like make sure, make get your pacing yeah, yeah. right, and then you'll be you'll yes. be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So thank you. Okay, okay. So in this podcast, all I can hear is my son going. <laughs> we quite like it. We like, like it. it. You know, I will. I realised that babies are like cigarettes. In that, I am always, always going, going to want another, another one, one, but another, another one would be healthy, healthy for me. me. You know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way now. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. So in so this, this situation. situation uh, you, you are standing, standing on, on the podium, podium at the Olympic, Olympic Games, Games. And, and you, you have, have won, won silver, silver medal. medal. How are you How feeling, feeling about, about that? that? Uh, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Really hard. It's been a tough four years, but I put my yeah. on, and you know, on the day I did the, the job, I did a job I had to do. Very proud of myself. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, um, so, so you, you then, then the, the, you've you taken take medal, medal with grace and, and joy, it says, it says here, here, which I think you've just done beautifully. Yes. And then the gold, gold medalist, medalist steps, steps up, up to receive, receive their, their medal. medal. And, and it's... It's Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> What's the event? <laughs> What's the event? Oh, well... well. Um, um, I, think I think it's running. running. I think, I think, it's I think maybe it's the marathon. marathon. It's it's might be the marathon. Rihanna's won the marathon. If I'm going to come up second to anyone, it's, I'm happy to be <laughs> second to Rihanna. Happy to, yeah. I'm not going to be like, how come I'm second to you? You're not an athlete. You're, yeah. I'm, she doesn't need any more goals. She's billionaire. However, however, <laughs> um, I would be happy to come second to Rihanna. Um, that's fair. Equally, okay. she's there going. Oh, I thought I was going to be a professional, you know, runner to this, but actually, it's that comic off the radio and the telly. <laughs> <laughs> so she could also be snotty about it. <laughs> that is cool. That is exactly, cool. Yeah. So that's that um, sounds like um, that sounds like um, she could sing the anthem, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When no, she gets, her, gets her medal. Mm. Yeah. No and you could do a cracking funny it. speech as well. So between the oh, two, oh yeah, like it would be like a speech. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know who's getting bronze now. <laughs> I, wanna, yeah. I want the um, the dominatrix to tell me who the bronze medalist is. Beyonce, uh, maybe at the end. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Bay. You came third. <laughs> I think she'd be alright with that. <laughs> this sounds uh, like the first one that's tempting. Okay, do I get to choose now? You can choose. Yeah, yeah, you can I decide. So. I'm, I'm going to choose this. I'm, I'm <gasps> one of I'll tell you why. It yeah, is, yeah, tell me. It's like almost a fantasy of mine to be a world-class elite athlete. It's a yeah. weird fantasy, but I, I, I think because I watch so much sport, and I particularly love yeah. athletics, it's my favourite one to watch, I guess, and it's a tennis and football. Oh. Um, 
And I love the idea. I'm very, I, I can't understand rules. And athletics is great because there aren't many rules to follow. Yes. You know? yeah. Yeah. Just keep running. I tried rugby once and it was just, uh, it was ludicrous. There was two oh, Rugby is completely ludicrous um, for rules. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst one. Just run with the ball and don't drop the ball and then tackle people. Why can't it be just be that? So yeah. this is this is my fantasy to be a world class elite athlete. Um, yeah. And best and of all, you don't have yes. to do the training either. Like you get to walk through this door <laughs> basically onto the podium. You've done the oh, training in my tracksuit and stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I choose this one. I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna choose this one. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put on the Fantastic. wild applause. Brilliant. Oh, well, that, that's fantastic. So uh, you have chosen see? door number three. Let, let's see what you could have won. Door number four. So this one you can't have. Right. You're lying on a beach in Jamaica. Sun on your face, sand soft beneath your hands, the sound of the waves gently lapping against the shore. It's paradise. How'd you feel? Um, and of regret? Yeah, I thought I could hear all of them first. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we told you the rules, lady. We told you. I didn't, I, I don't know. I didn't understand them, but I thought, let me just roll with it. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, I, them. I choose stuff. Oh, I don't really, you know, I'm very, I'm very flustered today. Um, okay. <laughs> Let, look, yeah. I'm not going to understand, so maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. I'm not going to understand. <laughs> Okay. Someone the pads the up. We pay for the beach, isn't it? Yeah. Someone <laughs> pads up beside you and offers you another cocktail. And they pull up a lounger and say, Do you mind if I join you? And this person joining you in paradise is. Ya Asantewa. Oh, yeah. I mean. Oh, no, that's quite cool. Quite well earlier. I wasn't expecting yeah. to come up in the door thing. I mean, yeah. that's cool. But you know what? I still ha- I'm still happy to stick with you know I'm happy with my decision and I'll, I'll explain why I can go to Jamaica at any point. Now I'm, a, now I'm an Olympic silver yeah. medalist. I've got currency. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'll probably want to go away and do some training with Jamaican yeah, team. Yeah, more you know, more weather training, and also once you get an Olympic medal, you can go and like strictly come dancing. You can earn some money, yeah. appearances, dancing on ice. So you can use I could use that money to then take myself to Jamaica. Okay. Yeah. As for speaking to to um, you know, uh, as a speaker to Yah, like you know what, I, I can channel my energy to her through the through the universe, like as an ancestor. You know what I mean? Like we we wouldn't have much to talk about. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she had a sense of humour. Would she like comedy? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, but, but maybe. also, actually, to be honest, a universe where Yah Santua is in Jamaica is not a great universe oh blimey What's Louise she, just to take it a bit dark but you know well, I mean, well she might be it might be fine like, like I mean um you know that's that's I mean the, the Empire of Ethiopia went to Jamaica after some momentous occasion um oh, there you are. To liberate so, I, yeah so may, I don't have a problem with her being in Jamaica okay um, cool in fact it's yeah. closure is closure there? Um, I'm so sorry about this boy. He's not, he's not even normal. He's like lovely. This. It's fine. Please don't worry for a second. But I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy that I've passed up this opportunity. I don't mind. Fine. We slam the door on door number four. It's gone. Door number five. 
Door number five is actually door number 10, your prime minister. Oh, about time. (laughs) (laughs) What's the first thing you would do as prime minister? The first thing I would do is make um, people who don't pick up after their dogs, um, they get instant um, two years jail sentence. Instant. (laughs) No trial. No trial, no jury, no judge. It's just, oh, did you not cut off your dog? Two years in jail. Done. Oh, my God. I'd get two yeah. years in jail today. <laughs> Only because he ran out. He did it somewhere very, very discreet, and I ran out of poo bags. Oh, no. <laughs> I just think it's so – I think dog poos are so awful. Oh. I, I cannot stand it. Um, and I just thought that if you've got a dog, that's the one thing you have to reconcile yourself with, with doing, picking up after their poo. If you're not willing to have – the dog poo uh, uh, be transferred via osmosis through a plastic bag to your fingers, get a cat yes. and deal with it. So, I'd, yeah, that's the first thing I'd do. I think that's a priority. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad we've got a, we've got a really, you know, in, informed, astute, political, topical comedian here. And that's what you came up with. <laughs> but you know what? It's so simple, isn't it? It's such a yeah. simple thing, you know, and it's such yeah. a simple... Um, Can we do the same with with ministers who don't pick up their shit? What government ministers? <laughs> yeah, the, the current government ministers. Oh, I'm sorry, you seem to have left this shit here on the rest of us. <laughs> Two years in jail for you. <laughs> okay, sorry, so bef- before you loud. go and action um, or uh, your first your first thing, you've got to give your speech outside the famous front door. You do it, you turn and you head into the house and you're greeted by your new chief advisor, your Dominic Cummins. And it is... Oh. <laughs> Dominatrix, what are you doing? It's Cresta Dick. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's... Oh. So just to be clear, she's my head of comms. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's... And, and I, I, but Because she's good at that. Yeah, well, she's, she's oh. remarkably good because she's still got a job. Um, yeah. I mean, that's... that's, that's at the time of recording. We're yeah. going yeah. we're gonna to have to lose this scenario instantly. I could not work Luckily, you don't get to choose, actually. So that's yeah. the good news. So this one had gone already, thank God. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, thank, thank yeah. goodness. So, so you, yeah, it's like I love it when it's easy like that. Um, so you're, but you're a political animal, Athena. That's you know, you. The, I mean, without... I, think, I think most people are without even realizing it. It's like when people say they don't like running, and then they go running, and they quite like it. I think most people yes. care about politics because it's such an impactful arena. It impacts so much of our lives. Yes. Um, but I would say I do, I do keep abreast of of current affairs. Yeah, that's the way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally right now, this is hilarious because <laughs> Athena is feeding as we talk. So that's wonderful. Sorry, I think that's a beautiful analogy. I think it's really hard to say you're not into politics. And then if you're not into politics, then you can't complain, you know, that 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 there's no food on the shelves or you can't complain that there are no HGV drivers. Or you can't I actually complain just, I disagree with that position, actually. I think there were, you're right. That is a position people say, well, if, you don't, if you're not involved, then um, you don't have a right to complain. Because I don't think... I don't think democracy should force participation. 
you know, I think no, that, it's I think it's just that you can't say you're not interested in it if you're not interested in. You actually have the right to wake up in the morning, go about your day, and go to bed, and just expect people to provide an environment by which you can do that with some degree of of comfort in terms of availability of food, decent education, and stuff. Because ultimately, and the reason I say this is ultimately, lots of people do care. They don't make a difference anyway. So why yeah. should we ask people to put their energy into caring when there's people like me who are going rah, 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 and nothing yeah. changes? So I, I think I, what, yeah. what irritates me is when people don't apply it, when people don't yeah, apply so. that. So there was I, there was an interview on the radio yesterday with somebody who said, well, how do you feel about you know universal credit coming to an end? And she, or to, oh, Sorry, the £20 thing per week. Yeah, and she said, "Oh, the only place I can take that from is my food shop. I, there's nowhere else. <clears throat> so we literally just have to. We can't have fresh fruit and vegetables because we just can't afford to do that now." And then they said, "And the government is saying that they're taking this away because they they want to put more money into training you for better paid jobs." And she said, "Yes, well, I do agree with that." And it's like you're not engaging enough to understand that that's not an either or. That, yeah. that that doesn't have to be an either or. You don't have to, you know, you can actually, you do have the right to say, hang on a minute, I can't put food in my children's mouth. This is not fair. But what I would say is that this country did vote overwhelmingly for conservative government, and that's a fairly small T conservative position, isn't it? Well, rather than give you welfare, we want to equip you to uh, uh, to to not rely on welfare. Um, and yeah. people voted for that. So they are, um, and that's probably one of the few conservative things they've done in the past year and a half everything else has been fairly generous with furlough um and um, yeah and and the uplift itself was a very unconservative thing to do and they've taken on the railways and they've done all kinds of very socialist and 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 left-wing things to deal with the pandemic so if if you were voted conservative and whether or not this you suffer from this or not you'd be thinking to yourself this is exactly what i want a conservative government to do um I'm personally against moving that up until during winter. I can actually do it in spring when there's no when the bills go down. That way, you're not getting hit doubly by the increase in living costs. Um, yeah, but it's it's sort of yeah. It, it, it that's an interesting one because this is the one position that the Conservatives have had over the past two years. That's a Conservative position. So if you vote for them, you should just be like, great, take take, take my money away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well. That's it. You don't get to be prime minister because we have already shut that uh, door. So you know what? I'm so lazy. I'm kind of. I'm secretly glad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cressida Dick or no Cressida Dick? Just yeah. actually, I'm, yeah. I'm thrilled that I wasn't left with that. What's lovely about the scenario that you've chosen is that it is absolutely the lazy person's ch- scenario because it's all <laughs> the glory and none of the work. Yeah. All the other ones so far have involved you having to do something, put yourself. Yes out at all even yeah. just having dinner for a massive check with Jen, jk Rowling, <laughs> you were like no can't be asked mate um, yeah. but but well, the, well i know, wonder if there's any hard work behind the final door well now the thing about the final door is that we offer you the chance to swap Ooh. standing on that silver medal podium uh next to rihanna for whatever's <laughs> behind this door yeah. Unseen. Swap. You're gonna swap. You're gonna gamble. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? When I always oh. in game shows, I always think to swap. Just do it. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. I love and this moment because you absolutely get to see different kinds of people. 
There are so, yeah, yeah. you know, so many of our guests will go, no, 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 I'm not going to swap no matter what, because I'm a person of my word. This is a principle. And then other people are like, I always think it's the best thing to do to swap or let's try for something. So you're going to give know. up Rihanna yeah. and the silver. Yeah. Fine. Okay. okay, blimey. I can't even remember what's behind this door. So let's have a look. Door number six. <laughs> You've woken up from a long uninterrupted night's sleep. For the benefit of the listener, Athena has two young children. You feel rested and refreshed. Your angelic babies are quietly finishing their plates of nutritious food prepared by someone else, anyone else. You eat a perfectly fried plantain, plate of perfectly fried plantain, and start your working day. You've been commissioned to write for a new TV show featuring someone really fascinating. That person calls no, wait, you on the phone. Let's just, I, 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 just wanna, <laughs> I just want to get Athena's reaction to this reality. Before we talk about who you've got to share it with, how are you feeling about your gamble thus far? So amazing. So this is a true. I've not had an uninterrupted night's sleep since the 23rd of November last year. No, that's the lie. I've had one because I travelled for work one time. So I've been yeah. up at least at least once, but mostly twice or three times during the night. Um, and now the eldest has started to scream when she wants the potty. You know, she can't just oh, get her yeah. out of bed. She's like, no, yeah. no, I'll get the potty. It's like, it's there. Like, just get on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> she wants the light on and all this stuff. So I've not. So that in itself, I would, I would do anything to sleep for the night. I swear to God right now. Um, so that's great. And like someone else doing the food? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I live in a very heteronormative household in which I do, um, you know, all that stuff. Mm. Yeah, so I'm being bullied by a boy right now. That's how patriarchal. <laughs> um, yeah, so all of that sounds sounds great. Yeah, that sounds great. Even without this person. Even really without the job. Yeah. Right. Even without so it might be somebody really different, difficult that you're working for, but it's still going to be worth it. Yeah, it'll be worth yeah? it. It'll be worth it. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Well, let's, let's see who it is. Comedian and loose woman Judy Love. Oh yeah, of course I was Judy. And and strictly Queen, of course. Yeah, While we're yeah, on the yeah. Queens today. So obviously oh. I don't see, I don't see Judy too much these days for obvious reason. But we go way yeah. back. Um and like I said, I obviously don't cross paths with her often because she's just stratospheric now. Um yeah, she's fat. But, um, but yeah, we love Judy and yeah, like right, yeah, I'd be I'd be it'd be an honour. So um um, the funny thing about Judy Love, I'll say something. Where, years and years ago, um, me and her did a show together with Nico Ewart actually in Edinburgh. Mm. And we took her, to, we literally, we didn't take her to Edinburgh, but we were just like, you, got, you have no idea how funny, well, she knew how funny she was, but it was like, you've got to go mainstream, girl. Like, you, you've got funny bones or whatever. And the whole, the whole thing of saying you've got to come to Edinburgh with us was just a, for, us to give, for us to kind of just see what this what the make what we call mainstream circuit is like. So people don't know or know there's different comedy circuits. There's a black circuit, there's a mainstream circuit, there's a Jewish circuit, there's a Muslim circuit, or whatever. Um and um Judy was just kind of taking this was years ago by this was like 2015. Uh so many years ago now. And you know it, it's really funny to see that come to fruition. Like just almost I'm not unique in thinking Judy was brilliant by the way. Everyone thought she was brilliant. Yeah. But um it's really amazing to see to see her go 
from strength to strength in a way that it never feels like it can stop. It feels like this is more to come. Mm. You know, it doesn't mm. feel like so strictly that's the end of it. It's like, what next? You know? Um, yeah. And so it's really, it's really exciting um, to see her fulfill that promise. Um, mm. And yeah, if I was to write with her, that'd be, yeah, that'd be, I think that'd be great. That'd be, the crack would be great, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What a I fun this. scenario. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually not also the most exciting thing, if I'm honest. <laughs> no, I was going to say it's 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 really it's really quite close to your real. It's like a really mm. nice version of your current life. I mean, this this could be you in a couple of years' time. You've had a good night's sleep. Someone else has cooked for the kids. You have a lovely breakfast. You start working with Judy. Yeah, oh, I mean, I don't, I don't I don't see anyone else in this house cooking. To be honest, unless. <laughs> Unless we eat fried rice every day, you know, that's... <laughs> that's the, uh, Maybe that's, somebody's come in to make the breakfast. Yeah, people, people can learn. <laughs> yes. Um, Actually, if this is in a couple of years' time, maybe maybe the kids are getting their own. Oh, yeah, because, you know, we've got, we've, we've got the girl in a little mini kitchen so she can do, do us the beans. Um, oh. <laughs> my little yeah, there kitchen. you are. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that would work. But kids can do cereal at a fairly early age. How old is your oldest? She's three tomorrow. Oh, oh happy birthday, her. Well, there you are, you see. And she yeah. shares a birthday with someone. I was listening to another podcast that you were on, and she shares a birthday with someone very special. Is it Beyonce? Oh, is oh, it? Yeah, no. <laughs> I just thought this was really charming that Athena is a twin yeah. and her, her twin brother had a baby the same day. That's absolutely right. So they're twin cousins, but it's not sad they have a lovely life in Australia. Um, so we'll do a call with them tomorrow at some stupid time. Um, Fantastic. So yeah. let's, you have chosen door number six. It's a lovely life. It's, it's gorgeous. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah, we're going to send you through the door. Oh, uh, just before you. you go through that door, though, um, where can our listener, Alison Patterson, thank you, Alison, for your lovely email, although you really shouldn't be quite so rude about Louise, um, but where can she find out more about you? Um, why does she find me on Twitter? If she doesn't, Twitter, don't start. But if you do, you <laughs> don't start on my account. Good God. No, <laughs> no. If you don't use Twitter, you're doing well in life. But if you do use it, <laughs> Come and come and find me there. Uh, it's my name. It's my hand. Lovely, my fantastic. Name. And you have a website as well. So if you you know just need to, yeah, but it's not good. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bother with it. Go on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, get your kids to watch horrible histories because it's fab. Yeah, oh God, that's, yeah. that's one of my. Fa- if I'm honest, that's one of the favourite things that I've done writing horrible histories. Mm. Yeah, it's one of the best things that's been on television in the last ten years. I think. It's yes. the most the way they write it is right. What you do is you go to this lecture and it lasts all day, and the lecture will be on the theme of the episode. It's the most edu- it's like going to school. It's so much fun, oh, and there's so much about like the Romans and um, they did this one episode about uh, money and wealth, and it was just like so brilliant. Uh, I learned so much. So that's the I, I don't I even know. Know the writing. It's like oh, I get to learn stuff today. Yeah. So have they done Ya Santua yet, or can you get them you to know do what? They have, I wonder if they've done it in a, pre, in a previous life. I wonder, I'll, yeah. I'll ask them. They're up for that. Um, but they, yeah. they, did, do a, they did, did a Black History episode last a couple of years ago that I did, and I don't think she was on it. Um, but, I mean, it's, I mean, just so much. Like, it's very yeah. easy to not well, it's, They'll it never run out of stuff, will they? No, exactly. Quite. Exactly. Fantastic. 
Thank you so much, Athena. It's been lovely to have you. We shall slam the door and send you off to this wonderful life after sleep, sleep, sleep. Well, that is enough from us, really, isn't it? Uh, so follow us on the socials at E-Y-R-E-L-E-I-G-H if you're foolish enough to have Twitter, Early Doors on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed yourself, please leave us a review, subscribe or tell a friend or better still, do all three. Bye. I'm off through this door to an alternative reality where I'm best mates with Bob Mortimer and he's popping over for a brew. And I'm going through this door to this time yesterday, just before I broke my keep calm and listen to David Bowie mug. I was happy then. Oh, I forgot to press the button. God, I love other people's babies. Oh, no, they're the best kind, aren't they? <laughs> I really love them. This podcast is brought to you by us. We did all the work. The voiceovers were by John Darvel. Well done here, May. Eh? <laughs>